Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim Zahner with Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau, and it's a fantastic, lovely, wonderful day in Sonoma Valley. Before I get to our guests, I do want to say this. Today, I was looking out my window. My office is right there on the plaza uh, at 453 First Street East. Come visit. Get a visitor guide and map. And I looked out, and I I saw this crowd of fourth graders trying to cross the street. They come to look at our historic mission here. Uh, It's the last mission in California, the only one built during the Mexican Empire. Uh, So it's like the end of the trail here in California. And I I was thinking, what is a group of fourth graders called? What's a a section when when you have... Have like um, you know a herd of of, of, of cows, right? Mm-hmm. You have a flock of geese or something like that. A, a murder of crows. A uh, I don't know the other, whatever you you call a grouping of animals. And I'm thinking the the term for a fourth grader group should be called a fidget. A fidget of fourth graders because they were all running around like crazy and they couldn't go in one direction. And some of them were singing uh, "I'm a Barbie Girl," that old song, <laughs> and the whole thing there. So uh, it was a good day, good day in Sonoma. Um, with that, I want to introduce a special guest today. I know I say every week I've got a very special guest. This time I absolutely mean it. This time this is real. This is a very very special guest. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about. Uh, dance, his dance troupe, a big performance that's coming up. And of course, just like always, he's going to help us answer questions about Sonoma Valley. Without further ado, hello, Victor Ferrer. How are you doing? Tim, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. And it's a pleasure for me to come back here at KSBY. I have uh, some history with KSBY. Yeah, you used to work here. In, yeah, not in this here. actual studio, but the same organization same where organization. we're recording our podcast. I See? used to, the reason I came to Sonoma back in 2006 was because I was pursuing my dream of becoming a Latino journalist. For real? Yes. So I was I was working in a gas station back then, um, and someone showed up to pump gas, uh-huh. and he started making some conversation to me, and he said, uh, so are you going to college after high school? And I said, yeah, and he asked me about my, my the, the, the career that I was looking into. Right, and right. he said, are you looking something special? And I said, well, I wanna be like a Latino journalist. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he said, hey, you know what? There is a um, job uh, job position offering in Sonoma Valley for a Latino newspaper paper and I was like but I I was like I'm not ready for that. I just right. I still have to go to university, <laughs> were, right? Were you, were you still in high school? I was still in high school. I was Wait, it was where, my last year. Where were you living? Where I was you? living in in Petaluma back then. In Petaluma. So hold on, you already answered my question. How did you get to Sonoma? You, you, you jumped right to it. So you were living in Petaluma. I lived in Petaluma. You're a high school kid working yeah, at a gas station. Gas station because when I <laughs> migrated to Sonoma, uh-huh. uh, I actually just did two years of high school. Okay. So okay. Um, when I when I came to uh, the United States, I used to live in Praluma, and uh-huh. then I moved to well, that's a, another part of the story. But then right. I was working at the gas station okay. in my last year of high school. So he told me about this jo- um, uh, position here in El Sol de Sonoma. I don't oh, know right. if you remember mm-hmm. yeah. El Sonoma, which yeah. is the, it was the the Spanish part of Sonoma Valley Sun. Yeah, yeah. And I, I told the guy, no, you know what? I think it's, that's gonna be really hard for me to get because I have no um, experience. Yeah, you were like a high school kid. But this is or the like thing. <laughs> I used to do, I, you know what I was doing at high school? No. So my on the, on the last year of high school, I started translating the 
high school newspaper into Spanish. Oh, that's great. Okay. And I was doing my own cartoons for my own newspaper. So my my newspaper at the high school was this. It was basically the ESL classroom. Okay. They have one, one of the walls was like free. They have nothing on that wall. And I told the teacher back then, can I use that wall to, I wanted to make it my, my newspaper for the ESL students. That's fantastic. And she said, yeah, go ahead. So every month, every time we got the new um, newspaper from the high school, right. I translate the content that I think was related to the ESL student or okay. for the importance of the re- right. ESL students. So I translated it into, into Spanish, um, that part of the newspaper, and then I add my own content. You're like editorial? You know, yeah. <laughs> so I, okay. And then I was doing the cartoons, too. Okay. So I was you would doing, draw your own yeah, cartoons? I was doing my own Wait, cartoons. Victor, I didn't, okay, so this, this is totally different because we're here to talk about dance, but I didn't know that you... A high school kid wanted to be a journalist. Yes. Second of all, you are you from Mexico originally? From Mexico City. Oh, Mexico City. DF? Defueño? DF. Chilango? Whatever. Chilango. Defectuoso. <laughs> 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 exactly. So you, so, okay, so you're from Mexico City. You came to California. You were in Petaluma. Uh, and you were in high school in ESL. English is a second language. Yes. I'm, we're, we're most of the people in the ESL class Spanish speakers. Yes, most okay. of them. Uh, especially here in Northern California, we have a lot of people from yeah. uh, Spanish-speaking countries, a lot of them um, agriculturally based, but other regions. Other Reasons coming up here, um, you became the reporter for, for, the, for your for classroom. Yes, yes, for my classroom, and it was That's great. I did that for one year, mm-hmm. and I remember I saved all those uh, newspapers that I made and translate. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I have like a folder in my house where, when every time I have the chance to do some cleanup, I found it and I said, I, I, "You can't I, throw that away. No, you can't throw it away. No, I can't. I can't." Yeah. <laughs> and so well, this guy asked me about it, and I told him that you know I'm think I'm not ready for it. I want right. to get into university. But this is the thing uh, that I have to mention back then. To per, in order to pursue my dream of becoming a journalist, mm-hmm. that meant that I have to go to university and get enrolled in a university. Yeah, yeah. Back then, I wasn't—I uh, didn't have any documents. Right, I was right. illegal. Got it. And so everything got like twice or three times more complicated for me financially and the terms right. just to get enrolled to the to the program mm-hmm. in an university. So mm, I was always like dreaming about it, thinking about it, but then I was like, I don't know if it's going to happen. Right. So when he told me about it about this position here in Sonoma, at El Sol de Sonoma. Right. I was like, no, I don't think it's gonna work. But then I read the ad, and right. the ad mentioned something like, we are looking for someone interested in learning the art of writing. Okay, so and you didn't have to be a journalist. Exactly. You so could have been a student or a, a learner. Student, okay. Yeah. So okay. I show up, you know when I show up, because I, I request like an interview and all that, and then <laughs> I was so nervous. Did you have a tie on? Yeah, and, okay, coat, and, I, yeah. and I brought all my newspapers from the high school. You, you were the only man in Sonoma in a tie. Yes, right, probably. probably. <laughs> and this, right. is a, this is something really funny. Right. When I show up, because remember Romulo Hernandez was the editor back then. He was okay. from Venezuela, from the Sonde Sonoma. Oh, really? Okay. okay. And, and he gave me an interview for the next day. And oh. I was so nervous that, nervous about it that mm-hmm. um, when I got the address for 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 the newspaper, I ended up going to Napa instead of Sonoma. You the complete town. You went to yes, I went the to wrong Napa. town because you drove from Petaluma, kept going past Sonoma, yes. ended in Napa. And you know why? Because 
I was so nervous about it that I, the only thing that I remember on the Napa street, street. Napa Street, Napa and then street. I just keep going. That, going. Okay, that's a good tip uh, for people from out of town. Yes. The Napa Street is in Sonoma. It does go in the direction of Napa. <laughs> Ironically, there's also a Napa Road that goes. There's a Napa Street and Napa Road. Mm-hmm. We've also got a Spain Street. Yes, it's Spain. Does not go to Spain. Does not go to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and a Denmark Street does not go to Denmark. But okay, so you ended up at the, at the wrong place. At the wrong place. But then you came back. Yeah. So I came with enough but, time to make it back. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you ever become the journalist, like at the uh, Cinema Valley Soul? I, I, I came like, back, well, I returned from Napa, I swapped for the interview, and then I met this guy, uh, Romulo Hernandez, who right. was the editor of El Sol de Sonoma, and he went through all my newspapers, so I was really honest with him. Oh, this wow, is the so, only he, so he was really looking at your work. Yeah, so I was and like... And you were like, what, 17, 18 years old? I was old? 17, still 17. <laughs> and I told him, so this is this is, this is is what I've been doing for the last right. year. Uh, I'm the number one Spanish language yeah. reporter at the high school. <laughs> at the high school. And then he he went through my stuff, he started like, making some corrections. Like, oh, did he really? Yeah, he, oh, this is something that you're supposed to do different, and, but in a nice way. Right, in right. a nice way. Uh, and then I remember when I went into that house, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, they it used was to the call it Three House Multimedia, yeah, right, right? Right, right? So there was the TV, there was the KSBY, yep, yep. and then, well, it was first the KSBY, the radio, and the newspaper, mm-hmm. and then the TV. Right. Uh, so when um, I get into the building where all the house where uh, all the reporters and the photographers and the graphic designers were on the same house. Uh, when I show up to the interview and I went inside that house, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to be here. I want you to. Felt the, yeah, you felt yeah, the I magic. Felt, I, was, the I, need, I need to be here. This is this is my dream. This is my dream. Really? It's right here. I want to be here. Okay. So I, sh- I, I went through the interview and my, my feeling was that he wasn't convinced about, m- oh. about me. Yeah. That was my feeling. And then before I left, I remember I told him, I, I kind of like, I was about to close the door and I right. told him, you know what, Romulo, if, if you give me the opportunity, I don't, I don't, I don't want the money. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I just want to want, be here. learn how to do it. And I just want to be here, right. give you the opportunity. I want to learn. I want to, to, to be surrounded uh, for pe- uh, like people like uh-huh. in this place. Uh-huh. Right. And he said, no, no, don't worry. I, I'm going to give you a call back. I let you know. I let you know. So three hours after, I was already back in the gas station right. working my shift. <laughs> took your tie off. Yes, and then I went back off. to the gas station, and then he um, he called me three hours after and oh, said, "Okay, the job is the job is yours." Fantastic. And so I show up the next day and start working with him. You he, were a teen reporter. Teen reporter in in the Spanish language newspaper that the number one Spanish language newspaper in Sonoma Valley. And let me let, yeah. me, let me give you another thing to to the whole story right, about the, right. the newspaper. So unfortunately, I only spent with him about one year with okay. Romulo. Okay. My intention was to learn a lot from him. Right. We had a lot of experience. Like an internship, yeah, basically. So it was yep. for me, it was like, yep. he's perfect to, to right. teach me all this. Right. And, then, and like I mentioned, I wasn't able to go to any university. Right, right. Classic, situation. Right. Of, course, of course. So this is, this is a, for me, it was like, On this the is job training. Yes. Yeah. So he, he, it, was, it only lasts for one year, and then he has uh, to leave. And so basically, he, he quit, and um, and then the the owner of the newspaper, he asked me to show up on, at his office, and 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 he said, "Do you want to be the next editor of Alzado <laughs> Sonoma?" Wait, you were uh, so at the age of eight, at the age of eight, eighteen years old, right. I became the probably the youngest editor of all. I would like to say congratulations <laughs> on being the youngest editor of the number one Spanish language newspaper yes, in Sonoma Valley. In Sonoma. Well, Victor, let, let me let me transition because I didn't even know this whole side of you here. Yes. Is that you? You are 
in addition to being a newspaper editor now, um, you're the, the founder or the or the teacher or the for for I don't, what is your title right uh, now? Yes, in, in, at, at, in at Quetzalén. Quetzalén, yeah. in Quetzalén, well, Quetzalén uh, or Mexican folklorical dance group, mm -hmm. and I call it or Mexican because I feel it's part of the community. Okay, we are celebrating this year 15 years of existence. 15 years. 15 years, and it, it, it sometimes, okay. I, especially this year, it, mm -hmm. it kind of like gets me like I don't know uh, how how is this possible like, wait so did you were you did you help create this group or, no, or was I joined it, the group two years after so it, it existed before yes it existed before and, and it was here in Sonoma it, it started as a senior project at the high school so someone at Sonoma Valley High School yes go so Dragons we, Karina, Karina, one of the students from that generation she right. decided to make uh, her senior project uh creating a, well, to create a folklorical group. For real? And it was, was she a dancer at the time, I take it? was a, a dancer okay. at the time, but then she was um, looking for male dancers okay. to help her do the, the project, and then she knew some of them uh, from the San Francisco Catholic Church. Okay. They have like a group of teens. A small group of teens. Small, and, and did they do folklore dance? No, they, they didn't. They were just teens. They were just teens, but they, she know them, so she contacted them, right. said, you know what, can you help me with my senior project? I just need to do a performance for the school as part, of the, as part of the whole thing. Okay. They they show up for her and then because they became good friends right. and they realized that there was no folklorical group back right. then in 2008 in Sonoma. No, so no. when we have like a cultural event back then, right. we I remember some, some of the newspapers, mm -hmm. I noticed there were another groups from San Rafael, from Santa Rosa. So they would come in from far away. To, to show up for like Cinco de Mayo, let me give you an example. And you're like, come on, come we, on, we could do this ourselves, people. That's what probably they, they, they realized that and they said, well, let's keep doing it. Let's just not stop. Let's keep doing it for the community. Okay. And they perform, after the senior project, they perform at the Mexican Independence Day at Got Plaza. It. Which, by the way, everyone, it's in September. In September. Most Americans <laughs> think Cinco de Mayo is Mexican <laughs> Independence Day. Do not believe the beer commercials. September is the major holiday yes. in, in Mexico. But here in California, United States, Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> maybe because it's springtime, that's when everyone knows. But yeah, so. so in, 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 and that's how, well, after that, they, they, they keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, we are in um, the folklorical community here mm -hmm. at, in the North, North Cal, mm -hmm. let's say like that, like in Sonoma County especially, mm -hmm. we don't have too many resources to okay. to to um, improve or um, teaching skills. If you are like a, a folklorical teacher or if you right. are a folklorical instructor, there are no like closest like academies or- Right, or there's not a dedicated school no, no, in their own building. Is, and it, this is a totally different story if you live in Fresno or mm -hmm. LA. And there are like a like lot they of, have their own schools. They have a lot of- uh, Like competing schools, more yeah, than one. More than one. And well, they have, Victor, LA is a little bigger than yes. Sonoma. <laughs> so we were, there, back then they were thinking about like, how can we improve, right? Mm -hmm. How can we do things different and better? Right. right. And then they contact um, a teacher from Hayward. Okay. Who start um, driving all the way from Hayward to Sonoma every other day. About an hour and a half. Whoa. Yes. Every other day? Every other day. To, to come help teach the kids. Yes. And, they, and they, back then they, they, there were two students who were like, Serving as instructors, got it. But it was just like temporary. Wait, so where do the students learn folklorico? Like, like, like this young woman who started it. Yes. Did she do it as a YouTube. hobby? 
They learn it from you're, YouTube. You're not joking. No, you're, no, you're, no, you're just, literally joking. Yes, from YouTube. YouTube. Then. Yes. This girl then. went on YouTube and find some traditional dances. She's tried to do her best to 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 incorporate them. Was her pro- family from Mexico? Yeah, they were from okay. Mexico. So she knew the culture a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So she was kind of like aware of what to do and what not to do. But they, they like <laughs> she I mentioned, was on that, YouTube. Yeah. So there was no way to find another. For for them, it was like no other way to find some um, instruction like, up instruction. here. Instruction. So, but then it, it was a good thing that they realized that they need help. Right. And and then they brought this good teacher from Hayward who okay. graduated from arts in Guadalajara University. Okay, okay. So when he came to Sonoma, probably I joined the group like two months after that. Got it, okay. So it was 2010, middle of 2010. Okay, so you had a, you had a professional teacher who knew what they were doing. Yes. In addition to YouTube. Yeah, addition to YouTube. <laughs> and that was okay. the perfect timing for me to show up right. because back then I was helping, I don't know if you remember, Alejandra Cervantes and Nuestra Voz Organization back in Springs. I know Springs. the name, yeah. And, and I was doing some volunteer work for okay. them as a graphic designer. Okay. And so, Wait, so in addition to being an editor and, and a dancer and graphic but designer. No, but, but at that time, the Spanish newspaper was already... Kaput. Yeah, kaput. It was Fini. Finished. <laughs> but I remember the last edition was in 2008, probably. Okay, okay. And so I was doing another things in the community, and I, I was doing some voluntary work at Nuestra Voz. Right. But then every... Sometimes I was staying late mm-hmm. doing that work for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I was like leaving, mm-hmm. they were having practice. And you heard, you I heard, heard the music some and violin the foot, and you heard some foot tapping. Foot tapping. <laughs> and I was, what's going on? So wait, oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, did you dance as a kid? Do you know how to do, did you, do you know anything about well, dance? Well, this is the thing in Mexico, if you ask probably like most of, most of the people from Mexico, they, mm-hmm. in elementary schools, especially, they have these like graduation uh, okay. ceremonies and usually the groups, they perform something. So there's a tradition of folkloric in, in schools. In schools, yes. Is it sort of like here, here in the United States, I remember in like fourth grade, we have to learn square dance. Do you know oh. what American square dance is? Right. Where it's like sort of down home violin and okay. uh, all the men left, da, 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 da. And so it's usually your PE teacher. Oh, okay. And these are traditional American dances that no one really does except for certain like country western stuff. And But if you ask an American kid of like my age in their mid 40s, like, oh God, square dance, fourth grade. <laughs> so, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like though in Mexico, it's much more a, a bigger part of the culture of like learning these dances and, and, and so you would learn that in Mexico I learned a little bit of that even in Mexico City the big city yes okay and it was it was uh, for me but if you if you ask me I can I can remember any of those dances to right. be honest you just know the sound of it yeah, and, and I have and, some pictures my mom she saved some pictures from me so I, I have those uh, in, in, in another file right right <laughs> right, right, right. And, uh, and then so when I uh, stay one I was staying late sometimes mm-hmm. and I noticed they were having the practice in the same location where Nuestra Voz had okay. uh, lo- their, lo- right. their location. So one one of the guys who was dancing, he um, he know me, probably you, maybe you know him, he used to be a host in KSBY. Oh, he was oh. Luis Hernandez, they call him El Guapo de Sonoma. Back then, <laughs> back then that was the name of the... So, uh, so for those that don't speak Spanish, that's the good looking guy. Yeah, the good looking guy. handsome man. He had uh, this morning show, like... <laughs> Monday, mo- Wait a minute, did he name the show himself? No, you know what? No, he named himself the Guapo de Sonoma. No, you know yeah? He told me the story <laughs> and he said that the person who gave him the nickname for the show, the name for the show, yeah. was uh, uh, Bill Hammett. 
Okay. <laughs> he was. He, he said, and, the, and how he came up with the, with the with the name? And he said, one day we were like installing the whole studio for KBY. Right, right, right. We put in the microphone, the cables. It was like right. we were like knowing the air yet. Right, right. And, and he was like testing the microphone, and he started saying, "Wapo, wapo, wapo, oh. wapo, one, two, three, wapo, wapo." <laughs> and then he said, "You're gonna be uh, wapo. wapo." This I love that. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, so Luis Hernandez. Luis Hernandez. So he invited me to say, "Hey, Victor, we need more male dancers." Okay. Like, my wife is part of the folklorico group, and I'm part of the folklorico right. group. I'm just joined, and you should stay okay. because you're already here. You should stay. And so you did. You didn't have I dancing shoes. You're probably wearing your tennis shoes or your yeah. Shoes or <laughs> but so, so you learned how to dance. Through him, through, through this teacher, not through YouTube, through ballet folklorico dancer. And he was, in, uh, and I feel, of, um, I feel like fortunate because mm -hmm. he he gave me strong basis. Uh, well, okay, okay I'm gonna segue then. So tell me about currently. Mm -hmm. You have this big dance troupe. How many dancers do you have that are Ooh. a part of the group? I mean, and I know they come and go, right? Cause some of them are kids. Well, yeah. So kids, some kids are more dedicated. Other kids, you know, at the time they, yeah. they go play basketball and come back or whatever. But like, how how many dancers do you think you have? Right now we have. Uh, 60 families in Sonoma. Wow. We have 20 f families in Napa because we extend our program to, our program to okay. Napa. Oh, great. We have 20, uh, 20 adults. Okay. Um, because of 60 families that I mentioned before, right. there were uh, families from K to 12 students. Okay, good. And they are part of our after-school folklorical okay. program. Okay, got it. And then next month we are starting or expanding our program to Hillsport too. Oh, you are? Yes. Oh, okay, good. And okay. on next school year, we're going to start our folklorical program at Luther Burbank Center, Oh, too. good. So oh, it's gonna oh be, okay. So it's going to be part of the mariachi program. We have a big mariachi program. Yeah, so, like, like so a now really you will start one. seeing in Luther Burbank the mariachi program and the folklorical program. And then I'll see you guys. In the performance. Tomorrow to we have a performance with them. Really? Yeah, we are. This is our first co our first collaboration at the Mariachi Festival in Napa Valley College. Oh, okay, okay. Very so cool. the, the we were like, this is gonna be our first collaboration for many. So okay, this is interesting. I like this. Like so so, can you explain to me what is folklorico dance and, and how does it get considered to be ballet folklorico? Oh, this is one of the things that um, is maybe a controversy in the folklorico community. Many groups they because Quetzalén used to used to be called Ballet Folklorico Quetzalén. We use the word ballet at the beginning of the right, name okay. Ballet Folklorico Quetzalén, and we decided to change it. Uh, Four years ago, we decided to change uh, ballet for grupo. Grupo folklorico. Grupo folklorico, and the main reason was because we noticed that it was most of the groups who decide to name their uh, dance troupe Ballet Folklorico, mm -hmm. it was because they just they just were following the flow. Like, yeah, the other group is named Ballet right, Folklorico de Santa Rosa, Ballet Folklorico. Right. And there was no special, like, um, they said they didn't do the research or the homework of <laughs> trying to, to find a reason to call it ballet. Right, so what is that? I mean, like, oh, Ballet Folklorico. It can be it can be different reasons, but the mm -hmm. one that I like to, to use more for, for, for us mm -hmm. is that back then, or instruction, mm -hmm. the instruction we were offering to the students, it didn't have any ballet technique. So, uh, and let me say ballet, that's like the, the French style of yes, dance, French. position one, yeah, position, position two. two. We didn't do any and, of that technique with our students. But, and, and this is my question, because I, I know that there's a, a the world famous ballet folklorico de Mexico. Yes. <clears throat> was started by a woman who did study ballet, ballet exactly. and, and like modern dance. And my understanding is she took some of her, her the way she taught dance, mm -hmm. but then also went out during the movement, you know, in Mexico to kind of like rediscover and to elevate like dances from Jalisco and Jalisco. Oaxaca and Veracruz. She said, I'm going to 
show these dances yeah off. she she actually explored uh, folklorical dance to the world she yeah I, I, did, uh, I, I looked up I, I didn't know this before I was going to talk to you but I had to google it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her name is Amalia Hernandez Amalia Hernandez and she's one, one well for some people in the com- folklorical community mm-hmm. they let's say she's like a person who is love and hate hate <laughs> it, 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 like all good stories yeah, exactly. come on the people who hate Amalia Hernandez is probably the more traditional part of the folklorical community. Okay. Who decide or who's always thinking that she um, changed the meaning or the, the roots of the dance. Of the folkloric dance. Yes. But okay. then Amalia Hernandez was so smart that um, um, she, she knew that. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. In Coahuila, like in the north side of Mexico, there are some very like deep traditional dances okay. and ceremonies. Um, that they they have every year they have their um, own festivities and sometimes one of this, those ceremonies can last for three days or five days oh, wow. so yeah. it's just like be there for five days and all the time dancing doing like uh, different rituals and all that right and, and, and there are, you can see them the dancers like beautiful dance costumes mm-hmm. or really interesting dance dance uh, costumes and when she visit those places she knew that something like that won't be fit in a theatrical production. It would not work no, in a theater would, in no, Mexico City. No, we would go to for five days to see a, right. a ceremony, right? <laughs> right, right? And pay for that. Right. And maybe maybe one person, but right, uh, she right. knew that it won't it won't it won't happen. And and so what she did, she traveled, she learned, she studied, she do, she did her homework, she did research, mm-hmm. and she said, okay, let's let let's let's try to keep some of the dances that I'm I like, mm-hmm. and and keep them as much as simple and 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 clear and and to respect the tradition of the dance and maybe let's give them a little twist of ballet let's, let's put some technique to them okay and then so the dancers that or the ceremonies that used to take two or three days or five or six hours they she changed changed them to like two minutes three minutes Got uh, it. and for some for traditionalists yes they or, were like, or like nah. anthropologists or yes. people who are like this is my culture you are you're changing of, it you are changing it exactly. for, for people who are performers the dance and dance in the in the dance in the dance costumes too right. oh, so they were like yeah so well and that's because it's also like mexico is a very huge country yes. with a lot of different cultures within it mm-hmm. right and not just like saying you know the spanish culture indigenous culture yes. the mix of the two uh, there were Africans who came, uh, enslaved people. Um, there's been uh, Polish people, German people, Lebanese people, right? Like it's like like the New World, mm-hmm. for all it's good or bad, mm-hmm. has a different immigration coming through it. Yes. So Mexico has those different yes. things, and then I know I've noticed like some of your folkloric dances have different style. Uh, like uh, I think Veracruz, uh, you did once. You said that was inspired by um, people from Africa and some ah, of the sounds. Veracruz ones. Veracruz, okay. Yes, and, and this is the thing because in Mexico we have thirty-two states, right? And there are some states that probably only some of those thirty-two states they only have maybe just one traditional type of dance, maybe okay. just one. But the, okay. the, let's say like ninety percent of them, mm-hmm. let's say like 28, 26 of them. You can go to one state of Mexico and probably you can find people who can tell you about like, oh, we have at least seven different styles of traditional dances. Is that like, I mean, again, Jalisco Mm -hmm. or something like that? Jalisco, let me give an example. Jalisco probably like El Son de la Negra, Jarabe Tapatio, and and, and, and another another songs that are really, really popular in Jalisco. That's can be called like traditional dances from Jalisco. But then they have like, 
other other kind of dances. Okay. And it's more like when you see like the Aztec dancing. Right. So like it's more attached to Mexico City, like the state of that Mexico. Was, and that was the capital but of the Aztec you, Empire. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. But you can go to Mexico City or the state of Mexico, and then you can find another type of dances too mm. that are very traditional. Interesting. So for me, it would be it would be nice as a, as a dance instructor and having Quetzalén as a dance group and say, oh, you know what? We can only work on 32 states, one person, one one type of dance for a state, but then right. it gets more complicated. It does. Right now, Quetzalén has 18 different um, dance costume sets. Let's oh, say okay. if, if okay. you want me to, I can represent 18 states of Mexico right now if you want to. So you have 18 different costumes. 18. But I know for sure if I will have to do, a, a, I don't want to give you a, the wrong information, but right. it, maybe let's say there are 70 or 80 right, different right. Uh, Costumes that there could be. Yes, so it's, 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 we have a well, long way to go. You had a great article in the Press Democrat about this woman who helps you sew these costumes. Oh, no, me, yes, no, yeah. me. She, we're going to give give her um, um, an award, like an um, it was, well, it was, yeah. what, what is her name again? I'm sorry. Anwemi. 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 She's been doing uh, our dance costumes for, for the past 15 years. And she no, sews these beautiful years. costumes. Yes, it's, it's a it's good award. So, okay, so okay, going back to Folklorico, we've yes. got these different costumes. You've got these different cultures that inspired them. Mm-hmm. It sounds like to me, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's traditionalists who say this is the dance. This is the dance. Mm-hmm. But then there's also people that say, well, y- you know, dance and, and culture plays off of different things, mm-hmm. so we can adapt it and change it. And and so does 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 your group of folklorico? Do, do you always have the same dance every time, or can you say let's try something different? We like we like to be in the middle. Okay. We like to be in the middle because they they the um, there are two main. Um, uh, let's say communities in folklorico. The one that is the traditionalists mm-hmm. and the other one that are more like artistic, more ballet. <laughs> right. And, and, and we like to be in the middle because we um, admire mm-hmm. the, when we notice there is a, a folklorico group performing in a theater and we notice they have a lot of technique mm. and they have this you can notice the, the work they've been doing as a, as a ballet dancer right. and they can put it into folklorico you can see them um, doing amazing things in this, on stage got it and some of the traditional groups they, they are not able to do that but at the same time we know that it's really important to respect the the, the, the history of these dances right. it's important without, without that we, we, won't, we won't have folklorico groups it will it, be like Nothing, yeah, you, you don't 90%. do you don't do breakdancing in Little Swan Lake, yes. right? That's a certain style. A certain style. So you, so you use that style. Yes, and we like right now we have one almost one year finally mm-hmm. uh, doing as a part of the instruction uh, offering ballet classes like ballet ballet. Classes. Oh really? Yeah, I'm part of the instruction that now okay. we are giving in Catalan. So now families from Boys Hot Springs mm-hmm. are able to take their kids to take a ballet oh, class great. in the springs. Okay, very and, good. And and that's thanks to Patty. Patty, if you are listening to me <laughs> from the Conservatory of Ballet, she gave one of my students an a scholarship. Oh great! So for the past year, she's been taking classes with Patty on the oh, instruction of Patty. And that's classical, just so people listen. Classical French style ballet. Yes, and yeah. and then Vanessa, which is the person that I'm talking about she's been teaching our children tricking it back yes and so now we are we have this partnership with the Conservatory of Ballet of Sonoma with mm-hmm. Patty and we have a lot of projects probably coming up and we are really happy to 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 collaborate it's good to see it's good. I mean I, I had you guys at the lighting the plaza I had uh, back when we did it online only yeah, right you're performing and then I also <laughs> had them performing I was like amazed the level of talent 
Yes. That we have for being a small town. Exactly. For having that level of talent. Victor, I want to ask you, you mentioned children. I think you have an event coming up. Yes. About I don't know if you can children. Children. <laughs> yeah. I will pull it up. I, he's holding up a poster. Um, by the way, you can see all this information at SonomaGF.com yes. or KetzalinGF.com, the website. But it says, uh, I see Danza Los Niños. Yes. That's, this is how the children dance. This is how the children's dance. And it's a show coming up on April 23rd. It's a Sunday at yeah. the Hannah Boys Center. Uh, and, and it's important to mention that we are making this happen thanks to the support of different organizations and you can mention some of them oh some of them include the Sonoma Tourism Improvement yes. District thank you Sonoma TID <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have Hannah of course Hannah Institute allows yeah. to use the facilities for free which is a great facility it's a school just north of town Sonoma Immigrant Service Services oh, is sponsoring us well they're serving us as, uh, they're serving us as fiscal sponsor for this event, which Good. is really important because it's important to mention that we are no a business and we are no a non-profit yet right. we are probably one of the few community groups that have been offering this program, like the folklorical program, right. for the kids in Sonoma for the past 15 years for free, for free. without any support. Wow, so, that's Sonoma great. Valley Unified School <laughs> District, call me, please call us, because we need your support, we, we need your support. Yeah, come on, school district, call Victor. Uh, North Bay, yeah. and uh, Edward School, Got and it. the Mac, Springs Mac. Springs Mac, good, Springs and the Rotary is so, in there too, which is really good. The concert's free. The concert's free. It's free. We are oh. suggesting a $10 donation. Oh, it's worth more than that. You should donate $20. And, <laughs> this thing's going to be amazing. If you, and if you want to do more, always well, welcome. welcome. Always welcome. And the reason we are just suggesting that is because, like I mentioned, we don't receive any funding from any organization right. so to pay for the instructions. We are doing this as a volunteer work. Wow. Okay. So anything that the community can afford uh, to right. or cause, it will... Because costumes cost money. And Posters then I, cost money. And then my instructors that I have, right. I... I, I I can have them go through the same thing that I've been ha- been suffering for the past 15 years. I've right. been doing this as a volunteer work for 15 years. And I can ask other people to do the same. Right. You want that. I mean, for you, it's a passion project. Yes. And it truly shows. And other people, I'm sure, are passionate. But gas still, does cost exactly. money. So what, Even if you work at a gas station, you can't pump it for free. Exactly. <laughs> so what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, when I, any, any funds that we get through performances or, or donations, mm-hmm. we have to use them to pay for the dance costumes for the children right. or to pay the instructors that I have in class. What kind of dances will people see here? Oh, we have a new repertoire. Oh, you do? Yes. So every every okay. every year, our main goal is to put our new repertoire mm-hmm. on, our, on our showcase concert. And we are, um, this year, we are presenting dances from the state of Oaxaca. Oaxaca, and, okay. And, and, the, and the flyer or the poster, we have yeah. a dancer from Oaxaca representing Flor de Piña, which is a very traditional dance from... So, and, and I'm just going to say for people, and I, I just found this out, but Oaxaca, I think, is a lot of embroidered, beautiful, yes. like usually white blouse with like this really beautiful needlepoint. And then if you want, for the people who is li- listening to this podcast and they, if they want to go and, and experience like a state of Mexico where they can see a lot of uh, culture going mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. traditional dances food experience Oaxaca. you have to go to like a laguetza and, and I think it's happening in October November I'm not 100% sure okay. just google Oaxaca f- uh, big festivals or something okay. around what's, that what's it called again? La Gelaguetza La Gelaguetza and it's really really amazing uh, uh, event and and you Probably the people from Oaxaca are yeah. the ones that are more proud of their, their their traditions and culture. So for anyone listening to this podcast, if you want to visit Mexico for the first time and right. you want to go through the like get into it like that yeah. like that's the tip and uh, for those who don't speak Spanish, it's spelled G U E L A G U E T Z A. 
what, 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 say it like, again? Like, like, it's, wow, good job. You won't regret it. Believe me, you won't regret it. Go to okay. the local markets. They have this, um, uh, I know some of the best chefs uh-huh. that are, want to create new dishes, mm-hmm. new recipes. Mm-hmm. Some, I don't know wanna, I don't want to say like all of them, but some right, of them right. go to Oaxaca. To check it out. To check it out. They, what, go, they go to the local market. We have a lot of the, people from Oaxaca in Sonoma yes. County. And, and a lot of them are in the food business. Exactly. And, they're, and they're, they have really great dishes. Exactly. So is this like, is like Oaxaca, like, I don't want to upset the other states, mm-hmm. but is Oaxaca the best food in Mexico? Come on, Victor, just say it. Is it the best food top, in Mexico? Top five. <laughs> <laughs> top five. Good but, job. But Good I, job. Know, I know, I know there, are, uh, <laughs> there are a lot of chefs going to Mexico, and, yeah. and especially they want to go to Oaxaca because they know they can get some new cool things to bring Okay, back here. bring it back here, get some ideas yeah, and stuff like that. so I, I know the, the I local know, um, markets are like crazy. You can, people actually go go to YouTube, right. put like local markets in Oaxaca food, right. and you will see all amazing and delicious dishes. I think up at Sonoma Eats, Efrain, he has Oaxacan, some, some Oaxacan yes, dishes, and he, he, and he likes Oaxaca. Oaxaca and so it's, <laughs> it's funny you mention that, because uh, whenever I talk to people, I talk about Mexican food. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, for most Americans, we think of tacos and burritos and enchiladas, <laughs> but they're like, no, Oaxaca. Oaxaca. That's the food. That's so, Okay, see, good. See, I'm learning dance. I'm learning food. I got the whole thing. Victor, again, what were the dates again on that? Oh, yes. Uh, April 23rd. 23rd. So, what, Dances from Oaxaca is part right. of the new repertory. Dances from uh, Veracruz, a new, okay. a new program. New program. New okay. program. Um, dances from the state of Nuevo León, the north side. Okay. Uh, we are really people who attend to the event and, mm-hmm. and, and they watch the performance for Nuevo León, the state of Nuevo León. People who are from Europe, like okay. Polonia, right, and uh, Poland, Poland, yeah, they will get related to a lot of the music. So it's funny because yes. and it's because up here, ironically, in Northern California, we get more people from Southern parts of Mexico. If you're on the border, like Texas and California, well, money in Texas, music. Mexican music from that time has like a, a European Nordic influence, the Polish, because Polish immigrants were there. Yes. Uh, the accordion, accordion, so accordion, and those dances. <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah, so if you if you go to the to the to the to the country, well, you will notice those instruments and the and the, right. and the feeling of well, this is like you kind of hear it. Like I know where this kind of comes from. That's <laughs> that's what the DNA of music. You can see how it moves through cultures, like Veracruz. Right. Like right. Remember, you right. mentioned Veracruz. Veracruz has a lot of African influence right. and right. Spain influence, and then we have dance. Is from um, Nayarit, a little violin. Oh, really? Um, okay. Okay. Uh, there's gonna be like real machetes going on. Uh, machetes flying all everywhere. Okay, great. So, so be, watch your fingers, kids. Watch your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's gonna be a lot of um, okay. action in, on stage. I love this. And we are uh, also um, having as a special guest grupo uh, folklorico Mexico Danza from Hayward. Oh, from Hayward. So okay, they're good. coming from Hayward. Just the guy that was the, uh, the yeah. okay. The and they're also presenting um, some. Uh, solos from Michoacán okay. from Amalia Hernández okay. okay. um, from the repertory of Amalia Hernández and then Quetzalén is performing to Michoacán Tierra Caliente one of the regions of Michoacán okay. and, and styles of um, dances from it's Michoacán it's called Tierra Caliente Tierra Caliente okay. well, it must be hot and, yeah. um, and those are five, five new regions that we are going to present on this concert I love this and no okay. one's have seen them yet okay. and, but they will see them eventually through the year because that's what we do we you kind of roll them out roll them out so because 
I do want to say, before we move on to our next section here where you're going to help me answer some questions, I do want to say, if people can't make it here, on your website, you have lots of uh, different events that you can talk about. You do perform usually at things like the Cinco de Mayo. Again, that is not Mexican Independence Day. You've performed, though, in September for different events. Um, you also perform at the Lighting of the Plaza, yes. um, which is when we have this big community event here in November. We light the big palm tree. <laughs> it's a big palm tree. People love it. Uh, and you guys have always performed there and kicked it yes. off, and, and that's great. So it's a chance for If you can't get here in April, go to this website, SonomaGF.com, to We're find We're very active on social media, too. Oh, you are very active. Yeah, you have good photos. To... You have really good photos. I, uh, I'm so always stealing them. You... I'm always stealing them. Yeah. Because I'm like, who's got good photos I can promote? Like, oh, yeah. Victor's got some. So I remember you asking me, what, are, what is my title in Quetzalan? Right. I have to say many titles at the same time. Right. Because I have to be the instructor. I have to be the director of the group. I have right. to do the marketing. I have to do PR for the group. I have to dance sometimes. But sometimes you do dance. You're like, Tim, yes, I'm sure I, I dance. try to avoid like, No, you got to show up to dance, man. And I have to, I have to jump in when it's, it's needed. And, um, mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm really proud for everything that we accomplished so far. Right. We are in a, right now. I feel that after 15 years, we finally are in a situation where I think the group is going to go to the next level. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of, we created, we create a lot of partnerships, strong partnerships, mm-hmm. and we are creating uh, stronger partnerships now Good. with uh, outside Sonoma. Like you said, you're, you're leaving the island of Sonoma. The island. You're going to Santa Rosa. Healdsburg, Napa, Napa, and, and that's Hayward connection. And, San, like you said, and so now it's just like uh, we don't, we don't, we don't want to take our folklorico program, the one that we are currently having at El Verano School. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is important to mention and say thank you to Maite Torre and Mario Castillo, who there was uh, one of the probably worst situations that we have in Quetzalan was back in 2014 mm-hmm. when um, we were a group form with a hundred families, about a hundred okay, families. Okay. And then we had a situation where there is, do you remember the, the, the teacher that I told you came from Hayward? Uh, he left mm. and and then the, the project started. Kind of falter a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so it was really difficult, but I, I want to say thank you to Maite Ture and Mario Castillo back then because uh, from those 100 families that we used to have, we end up only having like seven dancers, seven. Left. Left. Wait, everyone left except for seven. Uh, half of them left the moment or, he said, I'm leaving. Oh, dear. And then the other half stay for a year. Right. We have to pay some money that we have to. So you were going through hard times. Yeah, hard times. So, But then we came to that point when my ten Mario said, Victor, what about you guys staying at the Verano? We have the community program here, right. the community concept, community right. school. And I, we can let you use one of the classrooms. Fantastic! And can you teach a class here? Right <laughs> and and, I, and she asked it came me, at a cost. Yeah, it came at a cost, Victor. She asked me, how many students do you need for the class? And I was right. like, if two show up or one show up right. tomorrow, I can teach him. I, right. I just do, thank you for letting us use right. The, right. the classroom. She did the publicity and she sent the letters. And then I was really depressed about the whole project. Mm-hmm. I was. Really like thinking that it was the last month of Catalan. Right, last. right. It's, it's all over. Yeah, it was all over. And then I show up the day for that class, mm-hmm. and I have twenty five miles. See, and, every, and from that point up to now, uh, everything is going like it just grows up. It grows up. See, and now I feel that um, Catalan is ready for the next is, is big steps. Yeah, and I want to be honest with you. I really need. I really want and need that our school district really um, start like find stability. Mm-hmm. 
and structure mm-hmm. because I know never is going to be the right time. I, I just, uh, I already un- understood that. Right. People probably will say, you need to expect, wait for the right time when we have a superintendent or when this is happening. Well, never is going to be the right time for it's, a school district. It, you know what? And I'm so sorry to say Yesterday this. Yesterday was the right time. Uh, so, so start now. I, I wanted to, if they listen to this, post, right. this podcast, <laughs> I wanted to call me and, Attention and let's members, collaborate. Members of the Sonoma Valley School Board, if you're listening, Victor's <laughs> yeah, got to. We need to work. We need to work together. Victor, I've got, I've, I've got, you've got to help me with something else here, yes. okay? You ready to change gears? Yes. We do a something every episode called We Get, get Questions. questions. Um, we, we get questions at the visitor centers and people text us and they email us and they, they uh, social media. Yeah. They ask us all sorts of stuff about Sonoma Valley. A lot of these people are not from here, right? Mm-hmm. They're visiting. Yeah. And so they, they want to know stuff. And I come here and I, I need you. You're an expert now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you an expert. <laughs> uh, and you're going to help me answer some of these questions, okay? Yes. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. And you haven't seen these before you walked in here, right? I no, didn't give I this to you ahead of time. Okay, good. No. <laughs> so this is, we got this one uh, yesterday, I think, or, or Wednesday. This is somebody, they're visiting from Germany. Okay. And, and they had a question. And the question was, is there a good place to go on a nice, pretty drive? So if you have a car. Yeah, Sonoma, ha- there are a lot of good places to have a drive, to be honest. Right. And I just want to um, suggest anyone who comes to Sonoma to take the time to go around, not only like the plaza, mm-hmm. just go around the Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And I, we drive to Santa Rosa, we drive to Petaluma, we drive mm-hmm. to, in my case, every yeah. Monday and Friday, I drive to Hayward. Okay. On my way to, so I go to the San Rafael, I go to Sonoma Infinity, <laughs> so I do all that road. Right. And I'm, I'm, one of my students go with me to take a class in Hayward. Okay. And, um, and sometimes we mention this, we say, we are so lucky to live in a place like this and yeah. have these views. Yeah, like what do you pass? What's, what's yeah, I pass like all the section before the Sonoma Infinity Raceway. So yeah. from Sonoma, uh-huh. all that uh, when you get out of like they say Broadway, you uh-huh. keep going and then you make a left and you go all the way to the Infinity Raceway. Uh-huh. All that is beautiful. If you go like left to right, you yeah. find a lot it's of rolling vineyards, vineyards and hills, there's cows, hills. and then if you sheep. drive and then if you drive to Santa Rosa, when you yeah. get out of Sonoma too, there are right. a lot of and then if you go to Petaluma to all those queues. <laughs> All those all those drives, people who work outside Sonoma, right. um, we enjoy them every day. They're pretty. And, and then Sonoma by, by, by itself, like the city, we have a lot of places to visit. Right here in the plaza, right. you can spend the whole day doing things. Exactly, and exactly. So it's, it's, it's just having like that, enough time. One. No, I like that. And I also I would say people, if you want to drive a bicycle, maybe not a car, you could even go from the plaza to the springs along the bike path, mm-hmm. which is kind of a good place to yes. go too. It's a good one. Um, how, how about a good place to hike? Do you have any good, do you like to hike? I mean, if you're dancing, yeah. maybe you don't hike that much. I will suggest one. Let's hear it. And maybe this is, this is, uh, no, um, if you are already in Sonoma, let's say you, right. you came to visit Sonoma, right. why not to just walk through Highway 12? Right. All the way to the springs. Exactly. See, yeah. I've got, you, do you know from Kina's Kitchen, you know yes. what that is? From Kina's Kitchen. To the Fairmont or, or Sonoma Eats is exactly one mile. One mile. And there's like five to six different restaurants. Exactly. That you can stop at and there's stores mm-hmm. and it's a paleta place. Yeah. And, and and I'm like, there's so much to see or do. And, and to walk a mile doesn't take that long. No. But to eat all that food will take a whole afternoon. Exactly. So, you're stop. so I will <laughs> yeah. suggest to do that. Uh, if you're ready in Sonoma yep. and, and if, you st- if you stay in like a couple of days or more mm-hmm. than a couple of days, right. st- try to go 
to these places, like yeah. that extra mile, go the extra mile. Go the, oh, go you're, you're hired. <laughs> That's that journalism. Do you, do, you, do you have a restaurant in the Springs that you like to go to? Uh, yes, El Molino. El Molino. El Molino is good. You never um, can go wrong with El Molino. That's a good one. And across, there's El Molino, La, everyone calls it Laja, La Hacienda. Mm-hmm. Sonoma Eats. Um, it's like five different Mexican restaurants up there, to be honest. Maybe more than that. Because mm-hmm. there's a taco trucks. Look, Costa's there on Mondays. So well, my favorite there. taco truck is um, Los Lagos. Los Lagos, where is he? Los Lagos is uh, just right next to the post office. In the, oh, right. Okay, yes. good. Because I know, they have La Bamba. Right, La Bamba is on the right-hand side. By yeah, the, the only thing with La Bamba right. is that I don't know if, if they take cash. I mean, they, 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 they take only cash. Sorry. Right, only cash. So, so if you are got no yeah. money, like, what am I And the lights are sometimes... You know what else? I don't... I, 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 I have one Sorry complaint. for La Bamba. No, no, I have one complaint. Food is good, La Bamba. The food's fantastic, La Bamba. Yes. <laughs> uh, Champarado, which is like this like hot chocolatey mm. with cornmeal stuff, it should always be available at night. Because I'm driving home and sometimes like, you know what would be great? Some champurado. Yes. And I pull up, they go, oh, we're out of it. And, I, and I then cry. usually seasonal, seasonal. I know, because it's like yeah. Christmas time yeah. and, and like so winter time. My wife loves champurado. So good. And it's supposed to be healthy for you. Yes. <laughs> Minus the chocolate and the sugar. And the reason I love the Los Lagos taco truck is because it's fast, good is good. Right. But right. Like the food is good. Uh, right. And, and they take cash or or right, cash or, or credit. Or, or cash or credit. Not everyone has cash. And uh, and sometimes you, you know we live in a in like always in a hurry. Right. So I just want to get my food and go home. Because we no, we need, <laughs> I, 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 I was on the plaza. I want little windows where you can get like a book with Leo real fast. Just yes. boom. So we missed that out. We have one, but it's not as quick as it could be. Yeah. You need like a fast. Snack. Good. Yeah. And, and good, decent, good. decent food. Good. All right. We'll do that next. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another question we got. Is there good public transportation to Napa? Oh. There is any transportation to Nava? Like is public, there public transportation? Public transport, like a bus. I think, so this one's hard, and I'm going to say there is not, I'm going to just say, I'm going to say there is not good public transportation to Napa in the sense that of a bus that leaves on a regular basis and goes. And the reason for this, just so people know, is that Napa and Sonoma are in different counties and in the United States and in California. Your transportation uh, agencies are usually by county. So oftentimes you don't get um, uh, transportation between counties okay. unless it's something like the Smart Train oh. or Golden Gate Transit or Caltrain, like a much bigger yeah. thing. Uh, we used to have one. I think it might come back. There are some buses to Napa, but it's not super easy, unfortunately. And I have but, to mention something about yeah. trans- public transportation. I want to suggest people in Sonoma mm-hmm. to use the um, uh, Sonoma County bus, like the 32. Yep. And I just found out that it's free for everyone. The shuttle. The Sonoma the shuttle? shuttle is free. For there I didn't two, know that. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. This is a problem. Uh, oh, that <laughs> and this is the reason I, know, I didn't know. Because when I used to went to, when I used to, went to uh, the JC, I remember yeah. I had to pay for my, even right. I was a student, I had right. to pay for my bus pass. Yeah, not anymore. So now I have, one, some of my students tell me, ah, oh, you know, I take the 32 and this and that, it goes around. <laughs> and then I said, do you have to buy your, uh, no, I remember she, mm-hmm. they don't pay, the students don't pay because the bus have like that big sign, the students ride for free. free. Right. But then I was wondering, I didn't know about like everyone can ride Well, so not everyone, so one bus in, in Sonoma, uh-huh. usually in every town in Sonoma County, there's one local bus, uh-huh. it's usually a loop. Okay. And it's usually called like the Sonoma shuttle or the Windsor shuttle or the Petaluma shuttle. And they go around in a circle mm-hmm. and they're convenient. I mean, they're kind of convenient. And we actually have a really good one here because there's one loop that goes to the north. It goes mm-hmm. from the plaza up to Fetters mm-hmm. and back. And the one from the south goes down to um, Temelec okay. and, and the senior housing down there. Uh, but it passes all the hotels, all the restaurants, uh, you know, the hospital, use the high them. school. We should use them more. I, I, I use them all the time. I told my student when she said, no, it's free for, for, right. for, 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 for everyone, not only the students. I, I, I'm going to start using 
using it. You should use it. Yeah. It's great. So we, we do have a good, that's what I say, we do have pretty good public transportation within Sonoma mm-hmm. and within the Valley and the Springs area. Mm-hmm. But because we are also a rural destination and Napa, even though it's not that far away, it is rural. So it, it does get harder for public transportation. Mm-hmm. But bicycles, you can go pretty far. Um, and then also for, for visitors, look, if, you, if you're if you on a wine tour or Uber or you know Lyft, you can, you can do that too. So uh, here's a good question for you. Mm. Where is a good place to take photos for a spring fashion shoot? I'm like, you want to go on Instagram? You want to show off your new outfit, Victor? Where around Cinema Valley? It can be anywhere. Or like if you're going to do your folklorico photo uh, shoot, is, where would you go? There is one place that I like. I've been doing a lot of running mm-hmm. lately. And there is, if you go through Arnold Drive mm-hmm. and closest to the middle school, mm-hmm. there is a section before the middle school, but you're coming from Hanna. You're driving from Hanna. You're mm-hmm. going on Arnold Drive. You're getting close to the middle school. Yeah, not, let's, not the middle school. Okay, okay, middle school. Okay, middle not school. Dunbar, but middle school. So let's say like, I don't know how many miles, but let's say like 20 seconds before. Right. Yeah, to the middle school. <laughs> right. There is a spot, there is a big, beautiful house there, and uh-huh. they have like a fence, uh, uh-huh. really small fence. Okay. And sometimes they just stop, sometimes when... When you're running? Yeah, when I'm running, okay. I stop, and I take some pictures there because you can see the the whole um, section of mountains. Okay, of, right. Uh, right, uh, right. The hills, uh-huh. the hills. Not the ones from the side of Hana. Okay, yeah. The ones from... Uh, will be the opposite. Mayacamas. Yes. So, so between Napa and here, yeah. But they just, you can see the wineries, some wineries, you can see the hills, you can see, and it's just perfect. So just right. perfect. So if you are driving, and then you go that um, go around the big circle in Hana, and you keep going to <laughs> the, that the, way. the controversial roundabout. Yeah, yeah so roundabout. You, go, you go north of the roundabout on Arnold Drive. Right. It sounds like on the right hand side. Yes, you really see it's place. a White House. Okay, and they have a really nice. I think I know fence. what you're talking about. Yeah, and you stop there. You stop right, there. You have to don't go over the fence because that's their house. <laughs> Stay on the street. <laughs> park your car over there, right. and you have enough enough space for your car okay. to park and 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 admire the view. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, gorgeous. it's gorgeous. Wait, you go running up there? Yes. How far do you run? Uh, sometimes I go running from uh, El Brinquito, which is like Rancho mm-hmm. Vista over there, yeah. uh, Flowery. I run on Sundays. My running on Sundays is um, from that, that point to La Plaza. Oh, that's good. It's about good 40, 40 minutes, 45 okay, minutes. Good. And then, But my usual one is right. just go around from Agua Caliente mm-hmm. all the way to Arnold Drive okay. to El Verano. Okay. I go up again to Highway 12. Okay. And that's like a big square that yeah, I do. That's it does one. about five miles. Okay, that's a good run. That's like my usual one. But Sundays I, I like to do like the longest one. And you come back to the plaza. I go to the plaza. Yeah. Do you stop at Sunflower Cafe and get, get a smoothie? No, so, don't you tell they, your wife, oh, I'm no, running. I'm running. No, it's, it, no, let me tell you something. It's really difficult to do running in, in Sonoma, especially if you're running from the springs. Let me give, let right, me give you an example. Right, because yeah. you're running, you start from a flowery school, mm-hmm. and then let's say you don't have anything like big in your stomach. You have like a light lunch or something like that. Right, you're hungry. And then you start like running, and then you smell the chicken from the brinquito. Right, that's right. Brinquito has an yeah. enormous chicken out front, and they have the, the pollo guy out front making you keep yeah. going, and then you you get the smell from the taco truck <laughs> and those lagos at the post office, and then you get Sonoma, you get the Molino smell, you right. get the the, the, the um, La Hacienda food. Right. Like uh, you see people like eating outside. The, the bus is going by, and you're thinking, I should just get on the bus. I'll just eat. I'll just eat lunch. And pretend like I went for a run. What's the name of the place closest to Sonoma Mission? They have they used to have like a big peak. 
Flying Pig. All right, so it, it, now it's called <laughs> Il Fuoco, and it used to be called uh, Cochon El Volant. Porco Volador. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> flying Pig. Uh, now Rob changed it into a pizza restaurant. Pizza restaurant. Really good pizza. So sometimes I'm running it close to You smell the pizza. <sighs> so it's, it's, you have to be really strong to do that, really. Right, I like that. Yeah. Maybe what you should do is like uh, put on blinders <laughs> and like something on your nose so you can't like smell anything. So you, you get the smell of different places all the way from this flowery all the way up to the plaza and 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 I'm, sometimes I share that with my wife it's, sometimes it's really hard to do this running it's just kind of it's just kind of that's a new tour we should do like yeah. smell all the great food Good. from from up the springs so. and I I encourage people to do that 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 road that, right. that route from from La Plaza all the way to Rancho Vista that's good and it's about 45 minutes just and I do, don't run too fast so it's, it's yeah. doable it's doable okay and, uh, and you can get the whole experience well and the, you know we have the Napa to Sonoma half marathon coming up, uh, I, so that's a big race. Start I Napa, want to. to I, I want to. Um, they do it. I want to do it. And, I, and I'm maybe, planning to. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. some Grupo Folklorico dancers mm-hmm. could be performing at the end, or you show up in your outfit and dance the five k. So they have a five k, a short one. Okay, I could do a five k, yeah. uh, and it's like the rose five k. Like they get up in the morning, they drink <laughs> champagne. Maybe that'd be so awesome if you guys had your dancers there or some dancers participating in the run, and they're like, "What are those people?" And then in the middle, you like start dancing, and they're like, "Come to our performance." So, that'd be neat. but yeah, you should do you should do that run because you like uh, a lot of people come to that. Yes, it's, I would do that for one. sure. Okay, yeah, I think about. I don't think we've ever had a run with a dance troupe at the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Natalie, if you're listening from from Napa to Sonoma, I've got an idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Victor, this has been a fantastic time. So, oh, so thank you very too. much for coming here. No, thank um, you for inviting me. I just want to. Can you tell me again the website if people want more information? SonomaGF.com. Okay. And I encourage people to go there and check our social media because we are very active in social media. Probably they will see a video from today's interview too. Oh, you're very like good. A small, you're a small, a small snippet a small there. Uh, and I'd like to remind everybody. If you have questions, comments about Sonoma Valley or want deals and special offers, go to SonomaValley.com. We have a very active events calendar, including when Ballet Folklorico Quetzalan or Grupo Folklorico Quetzalan is performing. So check that out. And hey, if you haven't taken time, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, tell everybody how great it is, tell your friends. We're always going to bring you different guests. Hi, Mom and Dad. Hope you guys are doing well, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.